Um, and we ready. are live. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> back. <laughs> We're back. We're back with special guest Erica Biney. Erica, how are you? Good. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for having me on. So good to see you. I was just saying I'm, I'm not ready to go live because I have a baby in the background here screaming. Mm. Mm. And but, so we uh, went live. Yeah, we went live anyways, just like we <laughs> typically do. Well, it's good to be back. It's been a little, been a little, uh, it's been a minute, you know? It has. It has been a minute. I don't know what's been <clears throat> going on, or or I do know what's been going on. A lot has been going on, you know? Um, <clears throat> got a new job, working at Any Question now, full-time, and uh, that's been super exciting and and challenging over the last kind of month i've been i was juggling two jobs at once uh finishing up with fitter and faster and then moving into this transition at any question which has been incredible um and then uh <clears throat> started full-time on june 1st and and just had it and uh i'll tell you i'll tell you something that's really cool about my job now is <clears throat> part of my job is to onboard experts erica right people like you in your field who are the best at the best do what they do my job is to line up um, kind of meetings with them, 30-minute meetings, right? So my whole day now is like these 30-minute meetings with the best people in the world at what they do in all different fields. And so I go from a meeting with Michael Johnson to then a meeting with, you know, the Coa Smith who's one of the best surfers in the world to a meeting with this person. That person. And so like my whole day is just these meetings with these high-level people. I'm like, these are like mini podcasts I'm doing now, like all day long. It's just wild to be talking to these people. Michael so Johnson? It, it, it's exciting, huh? Michael Johnson? Michael Johnson, there? man. I had a meeting with Yeah, he's on the app, man. He's on there. With Check the gold shoes? God, he's in there with the gold shoes. Is the gold shoes behind him while he's doing these questions? <laughs> That's amazing. You got I Brett know. Favre on there yet, Brett? <clears throat> Brett Favre? No, we need Brett Favre. You got a you got a connection to Brett? No, but he is like you know. I grew up a Packers fan. <laughs> went to Lambeau all my life watching him. I'm from Wisconsin. I mean, you bleed Brett Favre, you know, in your bones if you're you know Packers fan. So well, listen, Eric, you're no good to me unless you get me a contact. All right. Well, Come I'm on. asking you for a contact. <laughs> well, maybe. How do I find I'm Brett Favre? I'm from yeah. Wisconsin, and I'm a diehard Packers fan, and and I loved yeah. Brett Favre growing up. But once he signed with the Vikings, I like took his uh, cutout cardboard cutout, and I I burned it. <laughs> it was cool yeah. that he went to the Jets, but when he when he came to the Vikings, I was I like, know. Nah, dude, we're done. That was hard. Him we're him done. or Elton John are my guys. You know, those two. I tell tell people if you got got me a connection, I think I can reward you handsomely. Those are my two. Yeah, I'd love to do that. So maybe we maybe we'll have an NFL channel here in the next six months, and we can we can get him going. That'd be cool as hell. But um, he'd be good at it. <laughs> oh, he'd be amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. But uh, I did want to say thank you to you. You know, thank you for being a supporter of the podcast in this time. <clears throat> you know, it's it's. It's we don't have a lot of supporters in in that sense in terms of people that we wanted to partner with people that we feel good are doing great things in the community we have a couple and you're one of them and um, we appreciate the support you've been giving us and hopefully we've been given a little bit back in return um, just tell us real briefly about how the business has been going in the last kind of six months oh my gosh it's been awesome I mean since I was on the podcast back in what was that January of 2021 I think Brett mm -hmm. that I was on with you um, you know things really blew up thanks to Brett and why we're so proud and happy to support you because you know your opportunity for us to show the world what we do has really helped so many people uh, so in the last six months um, things have really, really gone pretty hard, which has been so, so awesome. We have a great team of people. I learned pretty early. You surround yourself with people who are way smarter than you in their mm -hmm. respective areas and you ask for help. So mm -hmm. we have a great business coach. Uh, we have great people um, you know, that work on our staff that are former swimmers, current swimmers, former coaches, you know, that really get our sports and can relate to our athletes. So we've got to work with a lot of people going to worlds, um, you know, which is fun. And, and I tell people, yeah, it's cool to work with these high, high level athletes. I love their mentality. I love their drive. I love their dedication, but it's also really cool to help um, the younger kids too, and, and help a parent understand how to help their kid recover or start learning those things nutritionally about their, their child. And Hey, we don't go to the concession stand and get the you know donut for a recovery snack when we're hungry at a meet like what's the better choice and those mm. are fun conversations too so we really get to span the broad 
spectrum of athletes from people going and, you know, contending for world championship gold medals to the people that, you know, are maybe probably not going to use swimming as the rest of their life's uh, monetary income. Mm-hmm. But it's really pretty been pretty awesome to see what we've done grow and just reach out and help people. If we just keep helping people, one, our business grows and, that, and that's great for all the people that work on our staff, but more people are just being helped and understanding yeah. their bodies, which is the big purpose. And that's what's so cool. Right, right. Um, well, three things I wanted to touch on in respect to that, right? So who are the people at the World Championships that you have been working with um, that are going to be competing here in the next few days? <clears throat> Part two of that would be then why they've, have they decided to partner with you, these high-level athletes? What, are they, what do they think they're getting out of this? Why have they come to you for help? And then the third part of that would be what are some of the recommendations that you've been talking to them about in general about mm-hmm. what they can do in, in the, you know, the last few weeks, the last few days, maybe even the day of their race that can fuel them correctly so that they can perform at their highest level, you know? So first off is like, who who are the people at Worlds that you've been working with? Yeah, so people going over to Worlds, World Championship team, um, USA, Phoebe Bacon, Caleb Dressel, Charlie Clark, uh, Carson Foster, those guys um, from Canada. We have Catherine Savard, Mary-Sophie Harvey, and then Australia, Maya Rasmussen are all going over to Worlds, and some of – some of them are going on to Commonwealth Games as well. Um, so some of them are going to be gone for quite some time. So definitely some big names in the industry, for sure, especially in, U- in USA Swimming. And some of these guys, like Caleb has been, you know, we started with Caleb back in 19, which is a long time ago. And some people are a little newer. Like Charlie actually hasn't even gotten his results, or he's gotten his results. We just haven't had the opportunity to go through them yet. So it's uh, a lot of broad range of people. But <clears throat> those are the people that are that are going over there. You know, they're at camp right now. And, you know, some of the big things and why they're doing it is these are just things I hear. Right. These are things I hear. I can't tell you specifically who said what, but what I hear when they come to me, when we do our consultation mm-hmm. is I say, just tell me what's going on. People don't come to me because you feel amazing. You recover perfectly. You're never sore. Your mental health is awesome. Right. You come because there's an issue, a problem or something you're just trying to get better at. So let me hear what you're dealing with. And some of the things that I'm hearing them understand or are trying to they're trying to deal with is mental health concerns. The big one is digestion problems. Their stomachs, bloating, gas, right? There's just stuff that's going on in their stomach that doesn't make them feel well. And in America, especially our food is packed with so much stuff and additives and artificial junk that it's hard to really pinpoint what what is the problem that's going on. A lot of them want better recovery. Some of these, some of these athletes are towards the back half of their career, or maybe just have, you know, one more cycle to go and that's it. So they want to recover better. Unfortunately, as we get older, it gets harder and harder to do that. Or they've dealt with injuries. They're trying to figure out what foods to eat more of or to get rid of out of, out of their routine. And just instead of going through these long food sensitivity uh, elimination diets, right? So if you want to do one of those, you're going to have to take dairy out for three or four weeks. Then we have to take gluten out for three or four weeks. We could be in a whole 52 week food sensitivity elimination process. This, they come and we can get it done in three weeks and know what's going on in their system. We can help them sleep better, recover better, know which supplements to use, which ones not to use that are actually working against their body and making their fatigue and exhaustion worse. So some of those are the big things, you know, just struggling with what every swimmer struggles with, you know, Caleb or Charlie or Phoebe, they're not, they're not different than any of our other swimmers. They're just at a higher level. They're still dealing with the same struggles that everybody else is in the pool. Mm -hmm. So they're just trying to figure that out much quicker than go through this whole long process of trying to, well, well, I wonder if it's this, or we're going to try this instead. This just gets right down to it and we figure it out. Right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Nate, what do you got? Do, uh, have any parents been like, hey, I want to do it too? Oh, totally. We actually probably mm-hmm. 50% of our testing population has probably been parents, honestly. Yeah. And sometimes right away, the parents like, we all need to do this. Our whole family needs to do it. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Or other times it's, well, let's, you know, I really want to get my, my athlete started. And then we find something in their athlete's body. Right. And they're thinking, wait a minute. I, when you get the results back, and it's <laughs> so comprehensive, right? Like mm-hmm. you really get really mm. great information. And yep. I think the biggest yep. one for like me, you know, I'm getting a little bit older. I just turned 
I know Brett just had a birthday too. We're getting a little bit older hey, here, you know. Like, take uh, it easy. Don't, you talk about yourself, <laughs> all right? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like uh, joint pain and uh, joint inflammation, I think is like mm. the one like that comes to my brain. Like, <laughs> want to make sure I curtail that and uh, you know try not to eat the foods that are going to make me all inflamed. Right. Something we've added on to Brett since, you know, we last chatted back in 2021 is we started doing this. I sort of tested it with a certain small population, but we did a full, we've done a food sensitivity panel. So chicken, cinnamon, um, egg yolks, egg whites. So we've really mm -hmm. gone into like the even more specific. So if somebody's really having some digestive issues that can pinpoint some things right away. So, you know, there's, there's been people that are like, I eat chicken all the time. You know, I don't, I don't really want to eat beef or I don't want to eat fish. So chicken is my go-to. Well, if they're highly reactive mm. to chicken, we need to find something different. So if you're putting chicken in your body before you go swim tomorrow, then it's reacting poorly. You have no idea. And so that's yeah. a helpful way to figure yeah. that out too. So something we've added on and that's going to help for some people really to, to understand their digestion. Some people typically have some clues already. Yeah. On, eh, I think wheat bothers me, but this is more of a guarantee no four-week elimination diet, we can figure this out. Yeah, I've been highly reactive to chicken, as you can tell. Look at those bad boys. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's, you, I can see do that. that. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of questions coming in, serious ones. That was a joke. This is a serious <laughs> one. Do results change over time? How often should we assess? That's a good question. So no, they, it's your genetics, so they never do change. It's a one-time test. Um, you never really do have to retest. Um, sometimes, occasionally, I'll send people off for a blood draw if we see something really significant in their results and I'm concerned about their vitamin D, their B12 levels, and we want to just mm -hmm. really get a baseline of where they're at and make sure that's coming up. But otherwise, there is really no you know, consistent right. testing that needs to be done. Okay. Another question here from Sam. Is there a certain age to to begin this? Yeah. I mean, there really isn't. I've had people test their infant kids. I've had people wow. in their eighties do this. Yeah. One Dang. of the girls on our team, she has probably the, I don't know she's the youngest, the youngest child on our, on our staff. Um, pretty close though. But you know, she tested him really early because she found out she had a certain really major thing in her genetic report. And she goes, I want to make sure I'm feeding my mm. son the right foods because you know, what if, what if he's got this too? And I don't want to give him all the other stuff mm, that's going to make right. him cranky, bad colicky, gassy. I mean, not mm. sleeping, waking up, colicky, right? So many parents think they have colicky kids. Well, it's probably it's just a lot of times a dairy or a folic acid problem. Listen, if you can get that 80 year old to live to 130, you, your business will boom. <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants to live to 130, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing it at 80 then because they're looking for the, the elixir of life at that Elix point in elixir time. of life you know they want to feel good the rest of their life why not why not why know not? right or it yeah. helps you know if you do it it helps your children you know we can kind of assume too of what maybe your children have we yeah. can give you some pointers and it just kind of explains some things too maybe up the line like I've I've done obviously mine a long time ago but I found out some things through my 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 family like oh my my great grandfather died of Alzheimer's mm. and knowing what's in my genetics it's there's some major connections and that's pretty right. interesting to learn another great question here look at this one are your services only for U.S. based athletes I know the uh, answer to that no actually we've we've done people all over the world mm -hmm. so it's pretty simple it's just a little extra step in in getting it over there through either um, some sort of international shipping process but that's uh, otherwise it's pretty simple. That was yeah. from Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I saw that. That's awesome. Shrek. I've never Shrek. worked with a Lord, so I'd love to work with a Lord. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> Lord loaded. or Brett Favre, one of the two. You <laughs> Classic. Um, what else, Nate? You got anything else before she jumps off and get into some swim stuff? Um, you guys do team discounts, don't you? Like if like a whole entire senior group wants to sign up or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do lots of team discounts, group discounts. I mean, that is a significant discount when you come as a team or we talk to a coach and talk with them about you know the the program and we get a certain amount of people. Um, we have different levels of discounts too. And yeah, we definitely, it's definitely a better choice to go through a, a team if you have a group. Um, yeah. But we get a lot of people individually that reach out and then later on their team decides that's something they want to do too. But yeah. All right. So remind us where they find you again. So Instagram is probably one of the easiest places to find us. And it's just my name, Erica Bynes, is our handle on Instagram. You can shoot us an email. I think it's scrolling maybe down, down the bottom, at the bottom yep. down there through yes, the, it is. 
through the website. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So okay. did you want me to answer a question about nutritional needs before me? I didn't answer that one you had for me. Yes, do it. I, I think Nate was looking for a free analysis, but just yeah, hit him with the hit him with this one. <laughs> he was hitting. So um, one of the things you asked me first, I just want to make sure you want me to touch on it. Like the things that, you know, these athletes are eating kind of before the meats, right? Yeah, they're, exactly. They're yeah. Not the one of the major problems, especially in America, maybe Lord, you know, is overseas and he's got a better routine before a meat than we do here in America. But uh, people go wrong as the all you can eat pasta bowl at the Olive mm. Garden with breadsticks and that salad. And mm. we just, it's so traditional in America, right? The night mm -hmm. before meat. Pasta and party. Pasta mm. party. I mean, if I hear one more pasta party thing, mm. Mm. 80 year olds don't have pasta parties, Nate. See, that's why they're like, <laughs> I want to make you a giant t shirt that's just got a big red circle with an X through pasta party. <laughs> <laughs> No pasta parties allowed. Yeah. So that's one of the big problems. I mean, pasta for a lot of people, we're finding that they have high sensitivity to carbs or they have a folic acid issue. So we really got to limit that pasta before and we use different, better carb choices like uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes, brown rice, even cauliflower rice. Um, people forget fruit's got a lot of carbs. That's a really good place. It's good to have carbs. If you're an athlete, it's, it's awesome to have carbs. You need carbs, but you don't need an all you can eat endless pasta dish. Um, so a lot of people go wrong with that lasagna, chicken parm, chicken Alfredo, heavy, heavy stuff. These mm -hmm. athletes that I'm talking to, now we start changing things before you eat, which we can see based on your report, is lean choices. So fish, turkey, chicken. We want lean. We don't want something that sits in your body that feels like a heavy brick. You know, we don't want creamy sauces. Typically, we don't want dairy because a lot of people have dairy sensitivities. They have no idea about it. And then some kind of green stuff, you know, not anything that's going to cause a lot of gas like broccoli or kale or cauliflower. Um, those cause a lot of gas and bloating. So I always tell kids to, you're not going to make a lot of friends at the meat because you're not going to smell real nice. So stay away from those things. They don't help you swim fast. They're not going to help you make friends at the meat, but greens and good carbs, not the huge pasta bowl and lean proteins are your best bets before I mean, mm. the whole week before the meat to stay off. Yeah. What about beet juice? I've heard yeah. so much about beet juice. I just met this triathlon guy and he was just like, oh, I got to drink beet juice before every practice. I drink beet juice before every race. Oh, Brett, did you guys have people do that in your coaching? It's coaching just day? starting. Yeah. Like towards the end of, of the Auburn years and then kind of into my pro years that the beet juice was kind of a fad thing and everyone was into the beet juice. I, I didn't look at a performance and think, thank God for the beet juice, you know, like, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, they seem to seem to catch on. I think it's one of those things where it's like almost the placebo of like, oh, this is working because everybody's doing. It. You remember when everyone started doing cupping and cupping was the thing? It was like oh, I got to yeah. get some cupping done, and I got. You know, if I have those marks down my back, then I'm definitely going to swim faster than everybody <laughs> else. So it's like, I don't know. There, there's some of that. I'm, I'm listen. Cupping works. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Beet juice works, but to, add, to what extent? How do you quantify it? I'm not sure. It's it's just. If you believe anything works, then go for it, you know? Yeah. So stay away from the illegal there. stuff, but the, yeah. keep, keep keep on the keep on the good stuff, yeah. you know? So yeah. One of the juice. things one of the things we see in the genetic report is your aerobic capacity. So how well do you take in oxygen and push it to your muscles? So somebody that has a low or a medium aerobic capacity could definitely benefit from it because it does help your body with oxygen consumption and being more effective at oxygen. Right. And there's juice, there's powders, there's capsules. So it is something like if somebody tells me they have some trouble with oxygen consumption or actually with asthma, if you're in an indoor pool and you're having trouble with the breathing, there's been studies out there that show that beet juice does or it's more beet mm. root extract instead of just mm. the beets it's more the beet root extract that's the more powerful piece mm. but that does help asthmatic athletes just with their oxygen consumption so mm. there can be uses i mean like you said it's a, it's a fad but there actually is well, useful. you see, the, you see the difference you see the difference between uh you know a, a moron like me's answer and, and actually someone who knows what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> no so. i mean there's been probably many college programs that have spent hundreds and or thousands of dollars on beet juice because it was a fad or the yeah. cherry juice or it's yeah uh, it's i mean not, it's worth it's the not at the time it's the yeah. acai berry it's gonna be yeah. super healthy i'll say yeah. you. tell me this what do you what do you think caleb dressel eats for breakfast on race day you know what do i think um 
I hope it's not a cheeseburger and fries. No, no, he's not eating that. He's no, not no. eating, you know. He's probably I, eating some like uh, some oats or something, maybe some toast or some fruit or something like that, probably. I don't even think we ever had that conversation about meat day breakfast. But what I would assume, and, you know, yeah. he can come on here and, and tell me I'm wrong or, you know, one of his siblings, but would probably be, you know, some, some oats, some... Mm -hmm maybe some eggs, maybe mm -hmm. lean protein choices like eggs, leaner bacon or leaner sausage, um, maybe a protein shake. You know, he's definitely yeah. a guy that knows his, his supplements well. So he's doing some things pre pre meat, pre warm up that right. he's doing to make sure he's getting the right stuff in his system. So he's, he's ready to go, but he's yeah. probably getting a lot of carbs and good carbs, not pasta carbs or bagel carbs. He's probably getting the right stuff. Well, what's it? What's a good carb to you? Good carb for breakfast. Like oats. Yeah, like oats. Yeah. So oats are great because it kind of slowly digests. You know, right. fruit. Fruits are really good carb. Easy. What, what's a good fruit on race day? Like morning of race day, a good fruit. Um, something pretty. I mean, right now in season, watermelon would be a good one because mm, it's mm. really water dense, right? It's not mm -hmm. super high in sugar either, which is great. Mm. Berries are also awesome. Mm. Um, cantaloupe has is pretty high sugar impact on your body but if you're going to race that's okay we're not worried about yeah. that so yeah. i would stick away from apples they also can cause a lot of gas and actually a lot of people are really reactive to apples that we're seeing come back mm. on the food sensitivity interesting so mm. that's definitely what I, tell I, I am you yeah. know what i noticed with apples yeah they started doing this um genetic modification of apples right to make them taste sweeter to make, make them taste like peaches and things as soon as they started doing the gmo type apple I started having reactions to apple. Like my face started to swell up a little bit whenever I ate an apple, like around my mouth, I get swelling and I'm like, what's going on with apples these days? And then I actually had to write a paper in school uh, about GMO foods. And I found out apples was kind of the number one thing that they were working on. And I was like, oh man, these, this yeah. is not good. So yeah, th that, that kind of thing can have an effect, you know? Yeah. It definitely can. Knowing your genetics too, Brett. I know what's inside of you. Um, yeah, well, we know that. We know that now. So yeah, <laughs> we, we know. Can... And I could tell you too. With with apples, they're one of the highest pesticide um, mm. fruits in the mm -hmm. in the country. You can't mm -hmm. grow apples in the Midwest without pesticides. I believe the right. only place in the U.S. you can is the East Coast. So mm. you know, you probably do fine with organic apples. Right. You just got to stay away from the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, listen, this, this has been awesome. Yeah. yeah, this has been really helpful. Yep. Yeah, Nate. So now we got to figure out what's going on in you. Yeah, my my, yeah. my joints on, are feeling, <laughs> feeling so good. Let's yeah. Get this guy tested, man. Come on, dude. We got to get yeah. him tested. We got to get you. We got to get you set up. We'll get That's signed true. up. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do yeah. it. Cool. Right. Listen, thanks appreciate this. Me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming yeah. on. Um, pr predictions for world champs. Who's uh, who, who are you excited to watch race? I, I, I mean, sure, the people that you're working with for sure. Oh, um, yeah. Is there is there a particular race that you've always enjoyed? You know, the 50s fun, right? I swam the 50 a fair yeah. amount. So it's always right. kind of exciting to watch. I'm, you know, no, I'm not trying to you know, discredit any of my other athletes, but, you know, I just think Foster is just so hot yeah. right now. He's oh, yeah, yeah. on a mission and just truly like the conversation I have had with him. I just oh, love the kid. Such I just, such a good kid. Can I adopt you? <laughs> so I, yeah, love, I love, I love you. You're kid. just awesome. Just your personality, your gratefulness, yeah. your thoughtful. I mean, just a, a, him and Jake are both just awesome. Yeah, so, they send me um, the nicest messages. They're such great kids. So, I mean, I'm like, can your parents please write a book on how yeah. to raise great kids? Oh yeah, I mean, they're just, serious. They're just mm -hmm. phenomenal. If my kids can turn out, you know, at least half as nice and wonderful as those guys, I mean, I'll buy the book at Amazon. I've told Mrs. Mm -hmm. Russell the same thing. Please write the book on nice kids. Cause... And the killers in the pool too. <laughs> they killers in the pool, which is awesome. They turn, they switch, and I, and I love it. I love that competitive switch. So Ken's yeah, been, that... you know, up at Mason. Ken did something in the water mm -hmm. to get those mm -hmm. guys ready. But I'm excited to watch the four. Yeah, I just, I really hope, and I think Foster's gonna just light it up. I'm just ready to watch that come out. Um, Phoebe yeah. Bacon and, 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 you know, I haven't worked with Ryan White, but I'm excited to see those two really go and, and take on the backstroke in the, in the U S for the ladies. It's just such yeah. a strong event in our war, in our country and watch them see how, how they can take it on for us. I mean, they're just been really pretty hot lately too. Eight yeah. days out, eight days away. Eight days. Oh Listen, we do have a, a Jack Barrelly kind of news thing here. Did, did you have any interaction with Jack at all? I don't think you know who I was or existed. Probably not. Oh, no. he knows everybody. Jack's the <laughs> yeah. man. Jack uh, no, I didn't. But I mean, just obviously as a former coach, just 
respect his his longevity. I mean, it's hard to maintain that level of excellence. It's as a forty-three team. years. He was there. Like they've been good forever. They've won. Yeah. They've been in the top. They've gotten good recruits. They've made kids way better. And just to maintain that longevity is incredible. I just the, the, the thing I find interesting about him and Eddie, for instance, right? They're, they're best friends. But first of all, but second of all, every time you walk on the deck with them, they never seem like they're worn out. That you know they've been walking. Jack's been walking onto the same deck almost for forty-three years, and yet you walk on the deck with him today, and it seems like it's the first day on the job for him. You know, like that kind of energy. I'm like, man, how did you like? Usually, the job wears you down. You know, I never got that sense from Jack or Eddie, and and that's what I really admired most. You know, coincidentally, yeah. both of them had like the longest assistant. You know, yeah. right hand mm. man so to mm. speak, forever. Mm. Mm -hmm. It actually kind of reminds me of like a Skip Kenny and Ted Knapp also, right, where they were together for 30 years, and mm. that relationship certainly has a lot to do with the cohesiveness of, of mm -hmm. how those programs are run. But, um, yeah, yeah, 40 Olympic medals, 300-plus oh All-Americans, pretty, pretty outstanding career. Didn't, yeah. but did, Brett, didn't he – I mean, you probably know a little bit more because you competed against him directly when you are at Auburn, but didn't – didn't Jack have like a pretty good management style and really let his assistants take stuff? And, and I don't know, maybe I read this somewhere and just like I said, I don't really know Jack that well, but um, that he really kind of acted like a CEO and let his people do what they did. And that we're very good at it. That's just what I've heard. I don't know. Well, I think, I think there's that. I mean, there's, there's two types of those, those people. I think there's the David Marsh type who, who did kind of just, stand back a lot more and then kind of interject towards the end a little bit more and was very, very effective at the end where I think Jack was always coaching and he always had his group and he was always, but he was always letting his, his coaches coach for sure. But Jack was always the centralized figure of that team gotcha. on the deck, writing workouts, getting those, those people going like Chase, Chase will, will tell me that Chase is like, no, Jack is on the deck every day, coaching a group, you know, killing it, getting results. So, yeah, I think I think in the sense he did let his coaches coach, but he was never the type that just stood back and, and watched from a distance, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. He kept his coaches around. He must be good. Must have been a good guy to work for because they didn't leave. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, they're even becoming Steph. the new head coaches, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Steph's going to be the head coach. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, Neil, who swam for Jack. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's He's been there, at, you know, since he was a student athlete. Actually, and, I think he set the, uh, I think he set the NCAA record when he was there, didn't he? Two hundred. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. There's no doubt. I'll tell you this: Georgia did it right, and I said this on my Instagram yesterday. Georgia did it right. Okay, splitting the programs is the absolute right thing to do. It's too difficult for one person to manage two programs right now. I'm going to say that repeatedly because mm -hmm. right. because I've been there, I've done it, and I've and I'm also talking to other people that are doing. It. It's just impossible. You can't coach 60 people. You just can't. You can't make those relationships. You can't make those relationships in 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 recruiting. You you know when you when you're bringing let's say 10 new people on each year, men and women. That's 20 first of all, and you're 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 tripling the amount of people that you contact with. So now. Not only are you talking, you're bringing on 20 people, but you're talking to almost 100 people. So you're recruiting 100 people and you're managing a group of 60 people and you're managing a staff. One person can't do that, okay? I don't care who you are. It's very, it's, it's, it's got a time limit on it, right? Like there are people doing it well right now. I'm telling you it has a time limit on either the person or the family or both or the, or the team. You can have success for a period of time, but sustain that is virtually impossible. I'm just going to say that. So I'm glad Georgia did it the way they're doing it. I think it's very, very smart. Yeah. So that's it. That was my rant. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> you feel better, Brett? I do. You know, I just think Georgia did it right. Good on them. I think they just think nailed it. You know, they got the yeah. best people for the the job. They did it the right way. I think Mm -hmm. didn't have to go good. look didn't have to figure it no, out no one has already to look done shadow, you know it's like you got two head coaches now doing you know their own thing and, and leading their own way it's it, it removes the whole jack stigma of like oh he's been there for years is the way he did it you know the, the two different programs are going to do slightly different things now which is i think it's the smart way to do it so yeah well, i just you, think you, you get an extra person too don't you well, uh no you lose a person 
Would, would they stay combined just on paper? I know a lot of teams do that. They're co- they're combined on paper, but they train and separate, so they get that extra. Um, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. You know, there's there's different ways. You know, they they might do a complete split, like a like a Cal, let's say, for instance, or or Stanford. They they come to mind, right? Complete splits, or they might say, look, we'll do um, certain things together. We'll 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 travel to meets together, things like that. So there there may be like some sort of combination. Um, or they might be a complete split. I'm not sure what their approach is. I get the sense from those two, they'll work together and they'll figure out how to how to stay relatively combined. You know, mm-hmm. but um, but they'll they'll have the freedom to do their own things as head coaches. So that'll be exciting for them. So, um, all right, Eric, I appreciate your time here. We're going to finish yeah. up and then um, and, Thank and you, thanks guys. for all your support. All right, go appreciate Packers. It. Thanks, guys. Go Packers. Yeah, go see you, Eric. Red yeah. Favre. See ya. <laughs> Oh, she's great, dude. I love her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's doing good work in the community, man. More people should be uh, utilizing her services because I've used it, and I'm telling you, uh, it, it. If you look at me four years ago, and and you look at me now, I'm not a, I'm not a figure of fitness, but I'm telling you, I'm in a way better state than I was four years ago. And I'm 47 now. When I was head coaching, I was I was knocking on heaven's door, you know. So like. I got my life back in some shape and Erica was a big part of that of like getting the test done, figuring out um, my DNA and, and, uh, and working on eating the things that are going to um, put me at the best possible performance to, what are to you get supposed through the to day. Stay, what do you stay, what did it say, tell you to stay away from? Like, what did you just like stop? Like I'm not allowed to eat X anymore. Yeah. Like the, the folic acid was a big thing for me, you know? So that, that was, that was huge. So anything with folic acid and, and it's interesting because I was taking vitamins that had folic acid in it, you know? So I had to like get a vitamin set that didn't have the folic acid that was going to, um, you know, help too help. much folic acid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I think, I think, okay. it, yeah, I was just too much, you know? So like you talk about that inflammation and things like that, uh, same thing, right? So yeah. my joints and stuff here, yeah, my joints are so much healthier now, yeah. um, from changing the diet and, and, and I'm able to kind of uh, put muscle on a little bit better now and uh, just kind of uh, feeling energized throughout the day was a big thing, not feeling bloated, not feeling, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, you just felt so lethargic before, whereas now I've just got energy throughout the day. So, yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. Yeah. All right, didn't bring my hair about? back at all. You know, I couldn't solve that problem, but you know, whatever. <laughs> they, they, they didn't have a supplement for that <laughs> they, they might they might have a supplement but i'm not I get it, these so. ads on tiktok every day like are you going bald we can help you i'm like you got the wrong guy man oh, they're, they're sending it to the wrong person <laughs> what you send, send those ads to me man on. yeah <laughs> what else is going on here what's happening duel in the pool is that where we're at yeah um well i think like two days ago titmus kind of came out and was like i don't think i'm not, i'm not so sure i'm gonna swim that meat Mm. and then the boom the following day ledecky came out and said like i'm definitely not swimming that meat at all oh, she's oh, she said definite she's not swimming so oh, wow. i think the swimming world this today is a little bit uh Bummer. a lot of the fans are a little bit upset you know because this was billed as like round two you know titmus versus ledecky and now we're not going to get it. We're not getting it at world championships. We're not going to get it at duel in the pool. I mean, we're not going to get it until probably the Olympics, to be honest with you. That's what I think now. Yeah, I think that's the way it's shaping up. Honestly, I think that's the way Dean Boxall is um, planning it, to be honest. You know, I don't think he wants them to go head to head until the Olympics. I think he's going to build it and build it and build it. And, uh, and it's just going to be all right where we're at the Olympics. It's, uh, best woman wins on the day so yeah i think that's the way they're planning it i think she i think timis will end up swimming it now you know now that ledecky's not going to be there it would be different if it was in a different country but it's like in your hometown like yeah that, this well, is i think one I of the things one of the things they did well from what i could tell and I'm, I'm not sure the timing between commonwealth games and that um but what they did well after the Olympics is give her a break, right? She needed she needed a break, and uh, and she got it, and and she came back stronger, you know, from that break. So yeah. maybe that's part of the thinking here is like, look, we could do all these meets, but we we're going to time it so that we're at our best in Paris. We don't care about anything else. So 
Depends on where it falls. Dueling the pool is the Ryder Cup, right? This isn't like, hey, we're shaving and tapering. This is supposed to be a, a, a in-season dual meet, right? It's not a championship meet. It's just supposed to be. It just is. It just like I'm. I'm disappointed. You know, like I want. Oh, I'm see, disappointed. I'm well, disappointed that Dean Boxer could give a sh- Dean Boxer could care less about your disappointment. What he's caring about is Paris. He wants I, to be on the podium. Top I of to- it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, to- I actually, that's what exactly what I wrote in the newsletter on on Monday morning was like, you know, this new wasn't about Ledecky. It was about Titmus saying how Titmus wasn't going to be there, and it was I was just disappointed that she like how how can a swimming Australia not put the the best swimmer, the face of Australian swimming in the in the meet that they just said that everyone was going to swim in and um and but this thing i said at the end was but at the end of the day it's like dean boxel doesn't care about anything except for paris it's the olympics or bust nothing else matters and And no one can force him to 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 do otherwise there's no contract that says you have to absolutely do this or you're off the team they're not going to kick her off the team so she has the choice and and they're saying like look do you want us to win in paris or do you want us to just be part of the team? Like, what's what do you want here? And and that's he has that ability to say that now because he's he's winning gold medals and breaking world records. So when you have that ability, you use it, you know. And uh, that's what he's doing. And good to, good for him. He, he wants to be his best when it matters the most. I guess it, it's not everybody's philosophy necessarily. Of course, everyone wants to be at, the, at their best, but everyone has a different path to get there. And I think that's what he's accessing. You know. What if they got paid a substantial amount of money to swim? Yeah, you pay someone a million bucks, they're showing up, but no one's paying any swimmer a million bucks to show up to a dual meet. Yeah, but don't you think that's part of the problem for this thing too, too is like the, the, the biggest swimmers aren't going to swim in it? And why is that? Because they, they're focused on the Olympics or because it, you know, it's a, you got to travel across the world. You got to I mean, be there for yeah. a bunch of time. And then you got to. Yeah, of course. Continue to train the whole entire entire time, and then you're not going to get paid very much money to do all that. Well, why do you think the basketball players play in the All Star game? You know, like they're not showing up for the jersey. You know, (laughs) but so there's (laughs) there's levels of this thing. You know, like you know, you pay people appropriately, they're going to do it. But if it's yeah, yeah, traveling across the world to Australia. The reason why I haven't done it in seven years is because it's not fun, you know? It's not it's like, fun, I know, yeah. You need two weeks to recover from it. It's so, yeah, yeah, pay, it pay me, put me in first class and pay me, and I'll I'll think about it. But other than that, I'm not sitting in the back of the plane. And yeah, Well, I'm I think not, maybe that's what they should be um, what they should be thinking about then. Well, they're probably thinking about it. They just don't, they can't afford it. You know, what does this say? How do you grow the sport if the top swimmers don't race each other? <laughs> well, yeah. You grow it every four years, I guess. How do you grow the sport if they won't come on your podcast? That's the question I ask myself every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks for the question. <laughs> if anyone can uh, anyone can let me know uh, why why Michael Phelps won't come on the podcast, you know, inform me. Let me know. I've tried. Maybe maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't know what's out yet. <laughs> he hasn't seen any episodes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I tag Do you think him elite swimmers try to avoid their rivalries, Brett? Yes, in certain si- situations, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they want to, they know they're going to meet at a certain point in time. But, you know, Gary Hall Jr. did not want to race Popoff until the Olympics. I know that for a fact. I know that from Gary. And, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he had success with that in 2000, 2004. Gary came out, out on top because his theory was, I'm not going to see you for another four years, buddy. And when I see you, I'm going to be ready to race you. Right. Okay? Worked, you know? So everybody's a little different, right? Some people love it. Katinka Husu wants to race every person every day, all the time, anywhere, any place, yeah. anytime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Bruno Bruno Fratis has a, has a similar mindset. The guys swam... 21 seconds, 97 times. He's not avoiding anybody. So it's like everyone's a little different, you know? Yeah. All true. Mm. All right. Uh, we, um, we got world champs in eight days. I mean, when is usually we don't, eight we're days? not like big, like preview, like prediction people until like after prelims, you get to watch people heck to see what, even if they're swimming or not. But have you, have you, have you, 
thought about any of the races you're interested in seeing or you, uh, maybe some of the people maybe some of the swimmers what do you what do you uh what's on your noggin i mean i always have the ge- the, the the general what i'm what i'm interested in for sure you know you know what i'm interested in i'm, I'm interested actually 50, i like the fact that the 50 well I, I i like the fact there's 50s at the world championships the 50s Touché. of all strokes you know so I like that. I wish they had 50s at the Olympics. I, I believe the 50 is a, a legitimate event that can be trained for and mastered and perfected by people that aren't necessarily good at the 100, you know? Um, not everybody on the track who runs the 100 runs the 200, right? 100%. It's 10 seconds. It's it's 20 seconds, but they don't all do it. So it's the same in swimming, you know? So you're going to have specialists like a Ben Proud, for instance, who are going to absolutely be so dominant in that race and competitive and and not, you know, 30 seconds later, they're dead. So it's yeah. like the 50s are exciting to me, and I think they should be in the Olympics. I've been fighting for that for a while. I know. Um, I'm, to, to I've written too many those. blog posts about this. Yeah, so that's exciting to me. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been putting a series up on Instagram. Have you, have you seen yeah, my series? Awesome. <laughs> Dude, I'm loving it, every single one of them. <laughs> I know. I asked, I asked yesterday. Yeah, some of those classics. It reminded me like that when when David Marsh was like, oh, the Kieran Perkins 94, like that 94 swim put put Kieran on the map. And one of the things I was going to say on Instagram, I don't know if everybody knows this, but but I guess I'm giving away the answer now. But do you know who the first millionaire swimmer was in the history of swimming? Kieran Perkins? Boom. So Kieran Perkins from that meet, went on to become an absolute mega superstar in Australia, right? Mm -hmm. Because he just dominated and swimming was huge around that time. And I think at that time we had the Sydney Olympics coming up, which was, which was kind of building momentum for the next six years. And so Kieran Perkins was like, boom, everywhere. And all of a sudden he's, he's a millionaire literally. And, and I'm not talking just, uh, just, you know, mid nineties, I'm talking real millionaire swimmer. It never happened before. I mean, we had the summer Sanders and the, maybe the Janet Evans who were making some money. Don't get me wrong. This guy started making millions and, uh, and, and then, and then it changed swimming. It opened the door for Ian Thorpe and Grant Hackett and Michael Clem and um, Michael Phelps, these types of athletes, Kieran Perkins opened the door for them to become millionaires, multimillionaires. So he's the first guy. So that, that swam that I put up on Instagram is such an iconic race. Very cool. You know, so I got a couple more coming good got a, got a few more in the, in the works well um I'll, I'll certainly be watching yeah um but but other than that the the world champs look the world champs is always exciting i think it's it's going to be interesting to see who actually does show up and 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 who's not there and the whole you know we're dealing with the whole russia thing Ru- russia's not even there right no russian athlete no russian athletes wow nope, they can't even swim under the you know they can't even swim under some other flag. No Russian athletes. No wow. Russian athletes. No. Nope. That, that really hasn't even been talked about that greatly. At, at it really point. hasn't. Yeah. Um, oh. I did make a funny, I made a funny meme. I haven't posted it yet, but it is about Russian swimmers. So put that okay. out. So. All right. I love, I love your little, uh, what are you putting up these days? The little the dance thing. <laughs> All right. So funny. Like you can't not watch that five times in a row and just yeah. laugh. <laughs> like the sunny one you put up today. If him, yeah. like I just look at Sonny's face while he's dancing. Like that is the funniest thing. It's so yeah. Cool. Him and Tom Rushton. I put them, <laughs> I put them together dancing today. So check that out on Instagram. Uh, when is the world's going live? Did you say it was 12 p.m. every day? I think it's 12 noon our time, Eastern time. Um, I also took a new job. I guess you could call it a job. It's just mm-hmm. a little part-time job, a little coaching gig. Um, mm. And unfortunately, the swim practice is from 1 to 2.45. Mm. So um, I will. Is it every day? Love. It's every day, Monday through Friday. No weekends mm. or anything. Um, well, maybe. when When's the, this is interesting. When's the 50 free actually go off? We'd have it, would to be, it would probably be a sun, Saturday or Sunday, wouldn't it? Probably, probably be a weekend. So we might be able to kind of actually go live then. Because I got work. Uh, I'm the same. Like I can't just all of a sudden disappear at uh, twelve o'clock every day anymore. Um, so unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to be doing live every day. But we will add in a couple of lives where we can. Yeah. Let me. Um, it looks like the women's. 
Yeah, Saturday is the women's uh, 50 free final, perfect, the women's perfect. 50 breast final, the women's perfect. 4 IM final, nice. the women's 4 by 100 medley relay. Oh, yes. The men's mile, mm. the men's 50 back, and the men's medley relay. Th those are all on the final day on Saturday. So, Oh, the final day is Saturday. Yeah, the mm. final day is it's Saturday to Saturday. So maybe uh, so Friday. Actually, I can I can do Friday because I'm I'm home from an office uh, an office gig. You know, I, I go on Monday to Thursday. So Friday, I could actually go live. Is that the men's fifty free? Uh, no, the men's fifty free is what? It's usually men's the day before the Thursday. Women's. Thursday it's prelims, which means Friday is. The are they only doing prelims finals, or are they doing semis? Um, they are doing semis of for some of them. Yeah, so the final of the fifty-three would be Friday then, if the prelims is Thursday. It's Friday, at, it's it's Friday at twelve noon. Oh, we're going live, baby! Men's fifty-three, we're going live. Absolutely, I can, um, I can definitely jump on for like thirty minutes, the first thirty minutes, but then I gotta bounce. <laughs> Yeah, I think you got right next to my house, so it's like two minutes away. Pretty sure you're gonna get sick that day, so you might have to like not not call into work, and, you know, and just. And actually, we're looking, and, and and I might be able to do that. Um, I we are looking for somebody on the other coast, on the west coast. So if you're in San Diego, you're a swim coach, you're looking for an interesting job in swimming. This one is about as interesting as it gets. Um, working for the Navy, um, and doing some some special programs type stuff. So. Uh, if you are in San Diego and you're looking for a coaching job, um, give me a call. Email me, nate at swimner.com. Mm -hmm. Do I, it. I don't know if there are. Let me see if there are semis for 200s. You know who's been super quiet and who I think is going to unleash here is Popovich, man. I think Popovich has been super quiet. He has been very quiet. Um, and, yes, there are semis for the 200s. So. Um, yeah, I mean it's an yeah. eight day meet. It's a big meet. It's like a yeah. normal eight day schedule, I think. Um, obviously with the fifties added. So Yeah. We've got a bunch of comments. What's going on here? I don't know. People are blowing up the comments section all of a sudden. What's happening? Well, I mean, yeah. we're talking about swimming. I guess people are pumped. Yeah. But um, other than that, uh we got a swimming newsletter, swimspam.com. Sign up for that. It comes out every Monday clips of the week from the podcast and swimming meme of the week swimming set of the week uh there's some fun stuff in there people um have certainly enjoyed it we give away a tiny personal pace clock every single friday so tomorrow somebody that has referred somebody to the swim spam uh newsletter will uh will win a tiny little pace clock worth mm -hmm. 150 bucks so go to swimspam.com and um Sign up for the newsletter uh, and make sure you uh, stay in touch with us, everything that we're doing here and uh, everywhere. Other than that, um, anything else there, Brett? I haven't really got anything, any podcasts um, done and recorded, have I? I don't think I've got anything sitting, waiting for release, have I? Mm, no, we don't. But so, if, if you can tell, we have been going back to like, we're going through the top 10, top 20 podcasts. We didn't uh, clip podcasts at the beginning when we first started. Shit, we, when we first started, you didn't even do video. Remember that? Mm, yeah, that was pathetic. Yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. <laughs> but we're going to go. We're, there's so much good content from those um, interviews. We're going to try to cut them out and release the best pieces, you know, uh, you know for, for little learnings and little nuggets and things like that. So um, those will continue. And then, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking all, all about world championships, like for the most part. Uh, Maybe we'll go live like um, when when we're not at work. Maybe there's not swimming, but maybe we can talk about swimming. Maybe we can watch some of the races after the fact or something. But um, yeah, yeah, I am um, I am doing a podcast tonight with one of the world's leading strength coaches. I'm doing another strength coach podcast, so I'm kind of going to dig into a little bit more specific stuff. Um, but she she's one of the world's leading strength coaches, so that's going to be pretty cool and interesting. I'm, I'm trying to take different approaches, as you guys can see, mix it up. Um, you know, it's it's hard to get swimmers all the time, but uh, and it's good to to. I mean, you, you want to learn about everything, you know. Like when you started this podcast, because it's about high performance and and trying to take mm -hmm. it to the next level. That's why, like Erica's 
like nutrition's like that that one little piece that so many people haven't figured out yet, right? And yeah. and it's the same thing with strength and conditioning. Like we're swim coaches, we're not strength and conditioning coaches. And I, a lot of people have commented like how helpful these interviews have been with these strength and conditioning coaches that were also swimmers for the most part that really understand what they, what people need to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Now listen, all these people are on any question. Get over to any question. You can get a free um, account, right? For an hour and you can check it out. But, but honestly it's 50 bucks a month and you get access to all the best 50 bucks a year, F 50 bucks a Five year, bucks sorry, a month. Five bucks a month. It's, um, it's cheap the as money. It's, there's the money isn't even the thing. No, do, fifty do bucks you, a year. Is nothing. Do you want to learn and better yourself, talking and asking questions to the best of the best of the best? That's just the question you have to ask yourself. Yeah, listen to this. Look, I'm going to run through the channels we have right now, and you, the access that you have to the world's best people. Right, swimming has over eleven thousand answers right now. Almost twelve thousand answers on the swimming channel. There's seventy-seven experts. We have triathlon, best triathletes in the world, over 2,500 answers on there. A strength channel with 20 of the best strength coaches in the world. A cycling channel, a health channel, which is going to be actually split into three different parts. You're going to have uh, musculoskeletal health. You're going to have nutrition. It's going to have its own channel here next week. And then it's going to be broken into um, you know, doctors, those sorts of things, pediatricians, you know, can ask all those types of health questions. And then We've got a running channel with the best runners and track athletes in the world. We've actually got a scholars channel now, right? So the best, uh, the, the best, best nerds, the best nerds. Yeah. The best That's nerds cool. in, in the scholar business. So we have um, MIT and Harvard professors on there and you can ask them like super crazy questions. We have photography's coming in the next uh, month, surfing's coming, golf and tennis. Um, so get over to any question, 50 bucks a year. Right. And, uh, awesome stuff on there so i'm proud to cool. be working there and i'm learning so much i gotta tell you so appreciate this we're going to keep the podcast coming every now and then we'll do some live shows wherever we can always appreciate you guys jumping on and asking, asking all questions, the questions being yeah. part of it yeah the whole thing the questions really um kind of get us going don't they we like it yeah i love it these are these are some of my favorite times i missed it a bit i've been missing these live shows i think it's um every time i talk to coaches which i do obviously every day and people just talk about it all the time to me now, all yeah. the time. I just, you know, it's just, uh, it feels good. Anyone else doing a swimming live show? So I know there's people ripping off some of the things we're doing, but anyone doing a swimming live show? Anyone? You seen another one out there? I don't know if they're, if they're live. They're, most of them are recorded, but. This is it, man. This is the, the only one I know, live show. This is it, all right? And we appreciate seeing the same people week after week or whatever it is come on seeing your names appear it gives us a good feeling thank you for being here yeah thank cool. you yeah nate thanks for the work you do Great. Good and to see um, you, man. yep that's catch it. up with you soon peace everybody bye guys